0: Welcome to Spiritual Basics Podcast with April and Jen, a bi-monthly podcast designed to teach the searchers, seekers, and spiritually curious the basics of metaphysics and new thought. They're all about the basics, but they are not basic bitches. Now, here are your hosts, April Darley and Jen Merkel, Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Spiritual Basics Podcast with April and Jen. My name is Jen Merkel. I am a transformational life coach and a certified hypnosis practitioner. You can learn about what I do and schedule a free consultation at jenmerkelhypnosis.com.
1: And I'm April Darley. I'm an emotional strength and confidence coach, and you can schedule your consultation also for free at AprilDarley.com.
0: So uh, if you are one of our listeners, clearly you are because you're listening, we would really, gosh, we are in rare form today. Uh, If you could leave us a star, a rating, a like, a follow, a subscribe, uh, all of those things. We do really appreciate it because we are non-monetized and uh, we actually just do this because we like to share information, basically want to help people to learn about these things. Cause when we were going through it, you know, we had a, a hard time finding the answers and we're hoping to help you with that. Speaking of needing help, <laughs> what the heck is wrong with you, girl?
1: <laughs> I just have this have you ever? It's the movie Bridesmaids, it's right? Where she's all drugged up and she's first class, and it's like, help me, I'm poor. <laughs> and you're like, we're a non monetized podcast, blah, blah, blah. It's like, help us, we're, we're basically poor. the Five of Pentacles. Buy us <laughs> <laughs> a cup of coffee, something, help us, we're poor. So, may I have some more? Please, please. <laughs>
0: okay. So, Hey, that's an interesting start to the show. (laughs) Uh, Also, (laughs) if you have any show suggestions or want to learn more about us, you can visit us at spiritualbasicspodcast.com. That's our website. You can listen to past episodes there, but we're on all your favorite platforms and YouTube. So, all right. Now that we got all the business out of the way,
1: (laughs) right. Let's talk fun stuff. We got the giggles, all the things.
0: Well, speaking of business, I was, I did the North Tarrant Holistic Fair this past weekend. I had a table there. It's the first fair I've done in a while because, you know, COVID and everything has just uh, shut a lot of things down. So that was interesting. I I connected with a lot of people that we um, were connected with in, you know, in past shows. It was nice to see them again. RDO Artisanals was there. Wendy and bear with some conversations fans. with them. Yeah. I mean, we can't let an episode go by <laughs> no, mentioning
1: them. <laughs> they are unofficial sponsor.
0: <laughs> there are <our> non-monetized. Sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, it was cool. Um, it was fun too. It's just, you know, it's so nice to get out there and connect with people again. I mean, I really miss that. That's one of the things I love most about doing shows mm-hmm. and also just doing readings for people, you know, I mean, I do readings for people by video anyway, and, you know, mm-hmm. they get on my website and schedule a reading and everything, mm-hmm. but it's different because most of what I do online is really the hypnosis part. And when I do a reading, it's, you
1: know, maybe every couple of weeks or something like that. Do you do your readings just video or also over the phone? I do just video.
0: I don't do more over the phone. I do
1: just over the phone.
0: That's interesting. I like to actually, I figured out how to do a reading so that I have my phone calling in Zoom and I point my phone at the table Mm -hmm. so they can see the card while I'm talking.
1: Yeah, I think I don't do Zoom because for me... I pull a lot of cards, so I don't really go off of spreads. I just pull them and the the story comes together. So I tell my people that want Zoom, I was like, look, you would be staring at the top of my head like the whole time Mm -hmm. because I'm just pulling and it's just coming. Uh, So that's why I'm like, nah, I'm just going to do phone. And it it helps me to stare off into space, and the images will form in my mind. So I'd be a weirdo. I have to
0: explain that to people sometimes. Like, hold on, just give me a minute here. Well, but I do the same when I'm at a table doing readings. But anyway, so what it shows, you know, I do reading after reading after reading, and it's just very spiritual experience for me. But I was offering something new that I hadn't offered before at the show, and that was charm casting. So. What that is, is I have this little treasure box um, that's filled with different types of charms, like literally charms that you would wear in a bracelet. Um, And it's got other things in there, too. I put some dice in there. I put some crystals Mm -hmm. in there, little, you know, things that I've collected over the years. And um, I literally take them and cast them onto a board. And the board has eight different sections Mm -hmm. and sections like home, work, travel, love uh, mm-hmm. family different things like that so depending on where the charms land i use my intuition to interpret that mm-hmm. and that was a big hit there were a lot of people yes. like oh i yes. want that you know yeah so it was pretty cool and it was so much fun to do yeah. and a lot of people wanted both the card reading and the charm rating So the the card readings, as you know, they're usually like about one general situation, like Mm -hmm. one specific situation, Mm -hmm. you know, that's going on right now. And so the charm reading obviously has all these different aspects, but uh, it was great too. And I I did connect with one young lady. She had so much wonderful energy. She was so excited. She'd never Mm -hmm. had a reading before and she, she did both types of readings. And it was just one of those things, like, I'm sure you can, recognize Mm -hmm. this april when you have someone you really connect with Mm -hmm. and the messages just flow right through and the intuition is flowing and you're getting hit after hit after hit she's like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh it was it was really great so yeah it was a good show it was so much fun it was nice and i'm looking forward to so that was the north tarrant fair the next one for that is going to be in june and then, um, in July we have, uh, I believe the, the holistic fair Fort Worth, I'll be doing that. And I think the Metroplex is coming back I think it's the June one in, too. in Arlington. I thought it was July, but okay. It, yeah. Uh, June or July? I, I that's June. right. Cause it's, it, it is June. Cause it's opposite Billy Bob's. Mm-hmm. And I know we had Tara on here a couple weeks ago, so I, I know she
1: was talking about that too. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. She um, runs that show. So. Yeah. So another bonus of you doing that show is you found our next guest. I know it's going to be on our show.
0: I'm so excited. Yes. Mary Helen is her name, Mary Helen Schmidt, and she's an animal communicator. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I'm so thrilled about too. Cause as you know, I am an animal communicator, Mm -hmm. but it's not mainly what I do. Like I I can do it, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's almost like uh, amateur versus professional, and she does this on a professional <laughs> yeah. basis. So it should be really cool. I'm yeah, excited, I'm looking forward to it. She has also offered to do readings for <gasps> our pets. <gasps> what? Yeah, I told her that we have three pets between us, and she said yeah. she'd be happy to do readings. So she'll be doing those yeah. on the air. All up, I know. know. Super excited <laughs> now.
1: I love me yeah. some pet psychics, but getting yeah. a reading for my babies is a bonus.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. So that's really cool. So, what's going on with April? Anything exciting?
1: Uh, I bought a new pair of jeans this week. (laughs) That was was really exciting, right? Yeah. I have been looking for a new pair of jeans and it, it doesn't make sense logically because we're about to get super hot here in Texas. Uh, I was going to say, you know? yeah, true. But I got this really ripped pair of jeans because I'm not sure if we talked about it before. Uh, maybe we should try to get her as a, de- a guest, but Eugenie. Schmidt, Ajani Schultz, sorry, from Technicolor Priestess. Mm -hmm. And she is about style alchemy. And it's about dressing according to your elements, earth, air, water, fire, and space. And she's got a quiz that you can take for that. It's super good. It's technicolorpriestess.com. And so I am water and fire And the fire element is all about, it's kind of like punk rock, skater punk, like ripped, sexy type vibe. So I was was like, you know what? I haven't bought a pair of jeans in a while and I want to get like a really trashed, ripped up Mm -hmm. pair of jeans. Mm -hmm. So I find, and I'm in that awkward place where I'm sort of in between sizes, which is never Mm -hmm. fun.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: But I did finally find a pair that are nice and ripped and fit like a glove. Nice. So, uh, yay. So that's where'd my, my big Where'd you get them from? You know what? Target of all places. Oh, because-
0: I've gotten some good pants uh, jeans from there. I know that they have, I think Levi's has that one line that's mm-hmm. kind of stretchy. I've got one of my favorite pairs is from mm-hmm. there. So yeah. yeah,
1: but they just fit like a glove. They're super ripped and cool and i'm my like s- dang it i can't wait to wear them before it gets too hot to wear them so <laughs> it's so
0: funny cuz honestly since you know been working from home for so long now like mm-hmm. i rarely the only time i wear jeans is like when i go to lunch with you <laughs> or something <laughs> i know right very rarely will wear jeans so uh yeah usually for mm-hmm. me it's just yoga pants and in the summer i hate wearing shorts like i'll wear them sometimes but i don't really want to subject the public to my legs <laughs>
1: I'm like the public and whatever, because yeah, I like going to wear my shorts.
0: I like skorts. I wear those. Mm, those gosh. are fun. Or I'll wear maxis. Um, mm. Those are nice because they're still cool, but they cover everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I'm anyway. looking for a
1: good maxi dress and I haven't found one that I kind of like. I want something that's like witchy and cool and, and mm. I just haven't found one yet, but I'm still uh, looking. Yeah. Other than that, I'm prepping. I've got a TV show I'm doing next week. That's right. How why did you not lead in with that? Come on. (laughs) TV show. This is You know how I am about clothes though. I mean, come on. (laughs) I'm a Taurus. Hello. Uh, So, yes, I'm going to be on a TV show, Doreen Milano. She does a business show in the Dallas Fort Worth area. So, I will be on her show on Wednesday, the 21st, is when we're taping, but I'm not sure when the air date is going to be. But so that's pretty exciting. I'm going to be talking about the shadow work that I do. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I'm kind of in the middle of a little bit of rebranding. I'm building some stuff out right now. But what I currently call Emotional strength coaching is just going to be relabeled shadow work because honestly, that's sort of really what it is. Right. And so we're going to be talking about shadow work, why you need it as a business owner, and how it can help you in your business to do shadow work. So. How Super fun. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah.
0: looking forward to tuning into that. That should be yeah. nice. So awesome. Wear your <laughs> new jeans away. to the TV show.
1: I thought about it, but they I'm probably like, dress uh, nicer than that <laughs> for yeah, TV. Right. Yeah, it's you know, rolling up in there and ripped jeans and combat boots. Oh, that is my style, hey, but do do it is right. you, you know? You no, know, <laughs> from Technicolor Priestess, she'd be like, roll it as your iconic self. So that's true. But I'm also, I practically live in leggings. So it will probably be leggings and booties or combat boots. I don't know, something kimonos oh. and leggings. That's what you'll find me in a lot of times. <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah. That's so cool. Well, today, this episode, we are chatting about meditation. So this is all about meditation. And you know, I can't believe that we've been doing this for over a year and we've never really <laughs> talked about meditation because right. it really is a foundation of elevating yourself, you know, spiritually mm-hmm. learning about yourself. And so many people do it or so many people want to do it. I know I have a lot of clients that are challenged with meditation. Mm-hmm. So I think that this episode will help them and help our listeners, obviously. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's the number one thing I recommend to people, but it's the number one thing they blow off
0: Yeah, and don't do. It's true. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of people because in my intake form, when someone signs up with me, I ask about you know meditation or I might ask them verbally or even people I do readings for sometimes I'll say, do you meditate? The most common answer I get is oh, I really should do it more. Just Mm -hmm. exactly like that. There is that sigh, (laughs) and then that I really should do it more. And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, maybe you should do it more, but give yourself a break. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know, You, you don't, you know, but still, it's true. I mean, it's, you know, meditation is something that even myself, I find there are times that I will do it daily and then I'll go for like a month without doing it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. man, I got to do get back to doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm in one of those periods right now where I haven't done it for about a week. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I really got to get back to
1: doing it. You can feel it. It's like going to the gym when you get used to it and do it a few times a week. When you stop doing that, you can feel when you're out of tune for sure.
0: Yeah. And what's great with meditation, I mean, you don't have to sit there for an hour or two hours doing it. You know, I've got actually on my YouTube channel, I put together a 10 minute meditation that I designed mm-hmm. for people who are like at work and super stressed out and just need to close their office door and do a meditation for 10 <laughs> right. minutes. And I've used that myself at different times. Mm-hmm. So anyway, why don't we just
1: go ahead and get into yeah, it? Let's jump into it. All right. So let's talk about why you should meditate. So first off, it definitely gives you some physical health benefits. And meditation can help you reduce cortisol, which is known as the body's stress hormone. And cortisol leads your body to produce these inflammatory cytokines. And these guys negatively affect your immune system. They kick up inflammation that can increase physical pain. It disrupts your sleep, can elevate your blood pressure and can result in your brain feeling a little foggy. Like you can't remember things, you've just lost your focus. There are a lot of studies out there that show that meditation Meditation practice can reverse heart disease, relieves mild depression and anxiety, enhances your body's immune system and reduces pain, as we just talked about, decreases the risk of your heart attack and stroke. Other studies have also shown that meditation may reduce stress-related health conditions such as irritable bowel syndrome, fibromyalgia, and post-traumatic stress syndrome. And meditation has also been shown to reduce the physical symptoms that are triggered by stress involved in other medical conditions. So if you've got some medical condition that causes you to have chronic physical pain, stress can activate that symptom. So meditation can help you relax and it helps you on a lot of different levels. There's a part of your brain called the amygdala, which is responsible for processing fear. And meditation can reduce the activity in your amygdala to also help you feel calm. It boosts the cardiovascular and gastrointestinal systems as well. Yeah. So
0: there are obviously lots of physical benefits too. There are also some mental health benefits. Uh, for example, in, there's a psychology today article that I came across and it mentioned that several studies have demonstrated that subjects who meditated for a short time showed an increase in alpha waves, which is the relaxed brain waves and a decrease in anxiety and depression. Um, another reason to meditate relaxation, you know, Obviously, just needing relaxation, it can help with stress reduction, which we really have kind of talked about already. It's also going to help you deal with stress when it comes up later. You'll learn to react more calmly in stressful situations. Meditation is also another good tool for spiritual development can help you have greater awareness, help you have contact with your guides and your higher self and just um, increase your spiritual gifts. So there are a lot of ways that you can use meditation for that. Uh, Also mindfulness, when you do mindfulness meditations, it will help you be more mindful in your waking state. Meditation has been shown to reduce anxiety and anger, which obviously will lead to greater happiness. It can help you gain clarity about a situation. So if you're in a dilemma, um, for me, I know a lot of times if I have some kind of dilemma going on, I will meditate on that answer to try and gain clarity about it. And uh, also you can use it to manifest using visualization. That's something that I really enjoy doing. Um, I do that quite a bit, actually, especially right around the new moon when I'm starting to manifest things. I like to do (laughs) visualization meditations. Also, it will support the changes you want to make in your life if you use affirmations. So um, we've talked about affirmations on the show before using positive affirmations during meditation are going to help to enforce them.
1: So meditation can also help lengthen your attention span. So right now I have a client who spends more than four hours per day playing video games, which blows my mind. Like I can't even imagine. And this particular client is also having issues with focusing and social interactions with others. So meditation can help you feel better in a lot of different ways. And one way it can do it is help lengthen your attention span. It helps promote greater self-awareness, and I personally think it helps you understand your mind and body connection a little bit better. Plus, it also can promote greater mental discipline that you may need to break unhealthy patterns such as addictions. Now, when we were first thinking about doing a meditation show, it suddenly hit me as great ideas do when you're in the shower, when you're not thinking about it. (laughs) 3 a.m. thoughts. What? Yeah. (laughs) And I remembered learning about this particular study in med school where there were a group of, in my mind, I, th- I think it's a group of monks and they were trying to impact crime in their neighborhood. So I went looking for the study and this is what I found. So in 1993, a research project led by quantum physicist, John Hagelin wanted to show that a group of transcendental meditation could lower the crime rate in Washington, DC without taking any direct action like therapy or social outreach programs, talking to people, no social political actions at all, nothing between the meditators and the general public, just group focused meditation. So the changes would be made solely through the effects of meditation on the collective field of consciousness. So the group's goal was to reduce violent crimes such as homicides, rapes, and assaults by at least 20%. When they mentioned this to the police force, the police were extremely skeptical skeptical, and said that there's no way that they believed that it could be done at all.
0: So just to back up here, just so that I understand. So this is a group of monks that wanted to meditate to the collective consciousness with the intention that crime would be reduced.
1: Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. that's it, right? This physicist calculated how much energetic output each monk would have. And then he collected together the number of monks it would take to make a difference on the collective field of Washington, D.C.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Then he calculated the effect of how many monks would it take to lower crime in the entire country? Wow. And he put this particular group of, of monks together. So the police were completely skeptical. In fact, I think one of the police chiefs said that the only thing that would lower crime rate by more than 20 percent in Washington, D.C. in the summer would be if there were snow. If we had like 20 inches of snowfall or something. <laughs> the Complete freak. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. He didn't think it could be done at all. But from June 7th to July 30th, a group of seventeen hundred and fifty meditators meditated with the intention to lower the crime rate. And at the end of that period, violent crime reduced by 23.3%. So So that surpassed the goal. It surpassed the goal. Now, so it left a lot of people wondering what the heck happened. So this particular meditating with intent to affect the collective consciousness of a people in a particular particular area is known as the Maharishi effect. So this is the idea that an individual's brain waves can affect the collective consciousness. Though the exact science on how to explain how brain waves of a small meditating group can affect actions of a greater population is still unknown, nearly 50 studies have been done on the subject and have appeared in prestigious publications like the Journal of Crime and Justice. So how does the Maharishi effect actually reduce crime. Some researchers have proposed that the meditating group is able to increase coherence and decrease stress in the collective consciousness of a society. This is improving something referred to as informal social control, which reduces criminal acts. In a review of various research conducted on city, state, national, and international levels, 15 published studies show that strong evidence exists that group meditation was able to reduce crime rates and programs like these can be easily replicated elsewhere. It's pretty
0: fascinating. Wow, that's amazing. That really is amazing. And it just it goes to show of the power of positive intention mm-hmm. how it's so powerful not just to make changes in yourself but to make positive changes in the world.
1: Not only that, yeah, we're all connected. Exactly. Improving yourself improves the collective consciousness, which does improve the world. So it's, it's
0: amazing. Yeah, that is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. I hadn't heard of that and I just think it's incredible. So Mm -hmm. what what great information. So let's talk for a moment now about some common challenges that people face when meditating. Uh, First of all, It really isn't required that you have a calm mind to meditate. In fact, a restless mind is a good indication that you need meditation. (laughs) One of the most common things that I run into, not just with myself, but a lot of my clients also run into is mind chatter. That's when your mind is kind of talking and talking, or you're thinking of things like you're thinking about, oh, what you have to pick up at Target later, or, you know, did you remember to, you know do such and such, send that email or what's going on at work. Um, so first of all, why does mind chatter happen? So when you're trying to relax your subconscious or unconscious is taking the opportunity to present you with things it's concerned you're not aware of. Hence then comes the mind chatter. Um, one of the, good ways to kind of reduce mind chatter. First of all, is to do a grounding meditation. So that helps to keep you grounded and more connected with the earth and kind of allows you to have more control over your mind in that way. Uh, also I found that using headphones, uh, with music will help block outside noises that can kind of sometimes distract us from our focus. And I also often recommend guided meditation to my clients, because when you have someone who's directing you through imagery, it might be easier for you to maintain your focus. You kind of, you don't have to focus as hard if you're kind of along for the journey and just kind of along for the ride. Another way to reduce mind chatter would be to focus on the present so a lot of people will focus on their breathing you know when you're breathing in breathing in positive energy breathing out but also i like to tell people to focus on their body so as you're breathing in feel the air going in through your windpipe and into your lungs and feeling your lungs feel how your stomach expands, feel how it feels going out. But then also one thing that I found particularly effective for myself is to focus on what's my body doing right now. How do my legs feel against the chair? How do my thighs feel against the chair? Can I feel the skin on my arms, touching my sleeves, you know, my hands on my lap? How does that physically feel and you know, different parts of my body and going through that, uh, really does help me to focus on the present rather than thinking about, you know, I forgot to order dog food or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, another way to help combat mind chatter is to have some affirmation. So doing an affirmation meditation will help you, um, with that. And when all else fails, if a thought comes up, you know, acknowledge it. Don't try to focus on that thought, but just acknowledge that thought then imagine releasing it. I like to tell people, imagine it as a bubble that just kind of goes off into the atmosphere, release it away, and then redirect your focus. Another challenge that people often have with meditation is finding the time to do it. And one thing, you know, April and I were talking about it You only need to do a 10 or 15 minute meditation. You don't have to spend a lot of time doing it. And even just doing that once a day is going, you're going to see some really good results. So it doesn't take a lot of time. Making an appointment on your calendar. I have set an alarm on my phone where every day at a certain time it'll go off. And I know, okay, time to just take a break and do a meditation. So, you know, you can do those things. Another thing to think about is how much screen time do you have?
1: Right. If you're playing video games for four plus hours, you might (laughs) want to subtract a little bit of that time and do a meditation because it'll help your attention span. So you won't be checking your phone every five or 10 minutes.
0: I also hear sometimes that, you know, some people find meditation can be bored, but really the experience is what you make of it. It really depends on your attitude and what your expectations are. Just leave those aside and try to enjoy the experience for what it is something that also can be challenging for people is when we meditate, it does force us to look within. And sometimes we don't want to do that. You know, we were talking about shadow work a minute ago, and (laughs) that's kind of what that is. You know, sometimes when we have a revelation, we don't necessarily want to confront that. So that's another, another reason why we might have a challenge with meditation. Something else that I find can be challenging. I do have some clients that sometimes they say they fall asleep during meditation. And although even if you do fall asleep during meditation, you're still getting the benefits from it. I know for myself, I prefer, especially if I'm doing a visualization meditation, I try to um, sit up in bed to keep myself from falling asleep. So I will sit up with my back to my headboard and I'll like prop my pillow up behind, like a portrait way instead of landscape way, <laughs> so that it's supporting my back and my head and my neck, and do it that way. And then when I'm done with the meditation, I'll lay down and go to sleep. And I do find that that does help me to sleep better as well. So if you're trying to do a meditation, a specific something that you have a specific goal for and you don't want to fall asleep that's something that I recommend you might want to try.
1: So one thing I hear from my clients is that they have a fear of not doing it right. And so having any kind of preconceived notion about what you're supposed to do or feel after a meditation is a real obstacle for people. For example, I just had a client last week and I recommended again meditation And she asked me what my own meditation practice is like, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I told her it's my worst nightmare to sit up and meditate. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine sitting on a cushion, sitting cross legged and chanting. Like, that is my worst nightmare. There's no way. I would relax in that.
0: Girl, I don't like, think really? I can even cross my legs that way. Like the way you say <laughs> right? that, like I don't right? think so that's like, really?
1: possible for me. <laughs> right. And she was like, Really? You don't have mm-hmm. to meditate that way? I'm like, Heck no, you don't have to meditate that way. So she just had it in her head that there's a right way to do it. And I find that a lot of my clients with perfectionistic tendencies, they don't even want to try meditation if they think they're not going to do it right. So yeah. that's a challenge I see for people.
0: Yeah, especially Virgos.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway.
0: Uh, yeah. It's always best to try and release any expectations you might have and just experience it. Just know that how you experience it is how you're meant to experience it and just kind of let it go and be along for the ride. I tell my hypnosis clients that as well, you're going to have the best experience with that. If you just release your expectations mm-hmm. and just let it happen. So let's talk now about some different ways to meditate. There are so many ways to meditate that we couldn't possibly talk about them all here, but we do have quite a few ideas for you. You know, like April was just saying, her client was like, what, that's not how you meditate. Well, let's Mm -hmm. talk about some different ways. Uh, First of all, the most obvious (laughs) laying down or (laughs) sitting up or whatever you want, just Mm -hmm. listening to music. So just listening to some peaceful music. Um, I do like the app Insight Timer. That's one, April, you actually told yep. me about, and it's actually quite popular nowadays. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard from a lot of people using it. Um, it's it's a great app because it, you can set a timer and it'll chime at the end. And so if you only want to do 10 minutes, you got 10 minutes and you're done. Um, another way to meditate is focused attention. And that's, you know, focusing on a specific object and uh, meditating with that. Thought-directed meditation is another type of meditation, and that you might have heard of, for example, a loving-kindness meditation, a mindfulness meditation, a gratitude meditation. So your thoughts are directed toward a certain way of thinking or, or certain things like that. Uh, similarly, a mantra recitation. So reciting mantras, um, if you know the the typical "Om." You, my worst nightmare, but been. it might work for you. <laughs> yeah. I mm-hmm. actually did. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of David G.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He is someone who was uh, involved with Hay House and uh, he had a recorded mantra meditation once that I did. And it was, I felt weird doing it only because I felt like someone is going to walk in and hear me <laughs> making that. Cause it wasn't an Ohm. It was a different I can't remember exactly what the mantra was, but it was something different, and I'm like, "Oh well, I had to let go of that, right?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was a challenge in itself, but it was different and it was interesting. So there are a lot of um, of things you can, you know, find like that. Uh, also, a walking meditation you can go out in nature and just go for a walk and do a meditation while you're walking. A labyrinth is another example of that. If if there's a labyrinth in your community, then it's really good to walk that and meditate at the same time. And just, you know, generally connecting with nature. Uh, for example, this is something that I discovered myself years ago when I was in Hawaii, I actually meditated when I was in the ocean And my feet weren't touching, which is like major for me because I have a big fear of open water. Anyway, um, I just laid on my back and I trusted the universe and I meditated. Now I couldn't do that for too long because I wanted to make sure it didn't float off to sea, <laughs> but you know, I would just every once in a while, I kind of just peek out and notice, okay, I'm all right. I see the shore there, you know, my family's off there. I'm good. And, um, yeah, and I meditated and it was such a freeing feeling. Like I never knew that I could do that. And I did it a couple of times. And then a couple of years later, uh, when I went on another trip to the Bahamas and I went on kind of a self retreat, I did something similar. I couldn't get out that deep because I would have had to walk very far because it's the Bahamas, (laughs) but, uh, I was able to get out into the water and, and, um, it was more shallow, but I was able to kind of sit down and I did close my eyes and I meditated and I did several different types of meditation. And one of the, Things that I did was a past life meditation. And that led me to learn about a past life that I had that actually occurred in that area of the world. So it was all really interesting. So I guess just, you know, getting creative in that way, you know, was really cool for me.
1: Some people need to do a kinetic meditation. So your worst nightmare might be staying still trying to meditate. So if you're one of those people, like maybe a type A person and you just need to be moving. So movement, like Jen mentioned earlier, like a walking meditation, you're going to find that perhaps a better way to meditate for you. And you can blend that in with creativity, like doodling or writing, journaling,
0: Yeah, and there's something with uh, kind of like doodling. It's called Zentangles, and it's a specific type of doodling that's very meditative. You can look it up on Google or you can find things on Instagram, but it's kind of like uh, just putting your pen to paper and kind of drawing a line and make it into shapes and then filling it in with different doodles and things like that. But it is a, a meditative process, and it's something that I actually do sometimes even Uh, assigned to my hypnosis clients for homework.
1: So a kinesthetic meditator may also incorporate their physical self. I mean, that's kind of what you need to do for movement is incorporate your physical self. So yoga, Tai Chi, Qigong are all ways to do that. There's also Zen or Zazen meditation, which is a study of the self. So you, you might find it helpful and reflective to meditate by providing insight in how the mind works and seeking answers to deep questions. If you're a social person and you feel weird meditating alone, you might like group meditation. As we talked about earlier, it can do some amazing things. Mm -hmm. And something else is psychedelic drugs during meditation. So I have done magic mushrooms like a few times. And one of my favorites is to do them in, in nature. And I don't, use them for the purpose of meditation per se, but you feel connected to everything, which is a state you can get into through meditation. So some people do use psychedelic drugs during meditation with intent, but the subject, you know, it's kind of controversial. It's do or don't. We don't recommend that you use that. That's not the show.
0: Yeah. We're not condoning nor... I don't know what's the opposite of condone recommending, but (laughs)
1: it's it's what the TV shows say. Uh, This doesn't necessarily reflect the views of spiritual basics (laughs) podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, some people will use psychedelic drugs. Now, here's my personal take on it is I'm able to slip into these different types of states without the drugs. And I would encourage people to go that route rather than the drugs, because you might be blocking some really important things, even while you're thinking you're opening up to some really important things. So I'm not a big fan of using that habitually, personally.
0: Yeah, I have never personally done it myself. Um, But I do, I did a consultation for a client once and he didn't end up booking with me, but he was talking about how he once meditated for like 3 days straight cuz he was using psychedelics and i'm thinking that can't be healthy i mean are you drinking water are you going to the bathroom are you eating <laughs> like are you i mean i don't know but um you know anyway like i said he didn't end up booking with me that's obviously an extreme case yeah so i guess if you're going to try it just do it safely that's all i would say
1: mhm absolutely
0: so let's talk about how we meditate. So I'm just boring. I already kind of told you. <laughs> I just sit there. I do, um, I used to listen exclusively to guided meditations. And I find a lot of those on YouTube, by the way. That's one source that I like to tell my clients if they're looking for meditations. Specifically, there's an account called The Honest Guys that I highly recommend. They are excellent meditation. Um, they have He has an English accent, a British accent, and it's all very kind of, I don't know, it's very soothing voice. So it's, it's actually, um, really good. And they have a lot of videos up there lately. I have been trying to be more, like I said, more visualization with my meditation and doing that, obviously guided meditation is going to work if I have a specific thing I'm trying to visualize, so I've been listening to music which I also actually find on YouTube. Meditative Mind is a good one for that or Insight Timer like I had mentioned. Yeah, I usually just in a sitting position, I plug in my ear my head earbuds and just kind of try and focus my attention to whatever my intention is. And I already talked about my ocean meditation. I wish I could do that every day, but you know, I live about a five hour drive from the ocean at best. So <laughs> it doesn't happen. Right. But uh, yeah, that's basically just how I meditate.
1: I am also not close to the forests of Ireland, which is where that bomb nature meditation with psychedelics happens. So womp, womp. Ah. so how I meditate. All right. It's no shocker. I am a weirdo about particular things. All right. We know this. Jen's holding back her over there,
0: but I think everybody has their thing, you know, you find what works for you and that's what you
1: do. Absolutely. So because I'm clairvoyant and because I had a back injury in the past, I need to lay down and I need to not do a guided meditation. So guided meditations take me out of what my mind is trying to show me. I would like to
0: mention that even though you're saying that I think part of it might have to do with the Taurus in you that feels like they need to control the situation and there's nothing wrong with that.
1: I mean, it could be, but here's why I don't do guided meditation is because I don't often meditate with intention because I trust my mind to show me what it wants to show me. So with a guided meditation, they're trying to tell me what to see and that can be directly opposed to what my own mind is trying to show me. So that is why I don't like guided meditations. Plus my mind is going very quickly and it's changing scenes very quickly. So by the time they tell me I'm supposed to be in a forest, my mind has already put me in an ocean and moved on from there. <laughs> so it, it ends up aggravating me. So yes, it aggravates yeah. the Taurus in me because it's the wrong kind of meditation for how my mind wants to work which is important, right? So I lay down and I use insight timer as well. And I choose a long meditation, 30 minutes or longer, because sometimes it can take me 10 to 15 minutes to sink down and relax. So I don't wanna do a 10 minute meditation if my mind needs more than 10 minutes to, to get into its zone. So I do try to do 30 minutes or longer. And the best thing for me is a steady sound And I found that rain, rain nature sounds with rain is the best for me to slip under quickly. Rain with wind chimes takes me down even faster. Uh, I can't listen to the ocean because there's too much variance in how the waves hit. And if there's any bird song or whatever, I can't do it either because it takes me out. I need that steady. It is. (laughs) It is. I need it just right. I'm Goldilocks with my freaking meditations. Don't you know it? So I do something with a steady rhythm. So if I'm not doing rain, I will occasionally do Hertz specific meditations. What does that mean? So... Everything has its own energetic frequency and the energetic frequency of the earth is 732 Hertz and Hertz is just a measurement of sound. So they can do it with your sound bowls that you have. They're set up for a certain chakra, which is set up to resonate at a certain Hertz frequency. So you can find meditations on insight timer that or if you want to work on your heart shocker, it's telling you, I think it's like 432 hertz, I think is the heart shocker. I could be totally wrong on that. But you just use the sound specific frequency to accomplish a goal. So sometimes I will use hertz meditations. And sometimes I use meditations with binaural beats, but I find I need to be in the mood for binaural beat mm-hmm. or it can sometimes actually give me a headache, binaural beat. Yeah, it's. That's funny,
0: and you know, I'm surprised that I we didn't have this in the notes because it just occurred to me also. But um, when I first started meditating, I did come across some binaural beats, and I found that it really helped me, especially with um, spiritual development, psycho, psychic development. Another thing too, isochronic tones. That's another thing that you can listen to. The problem is my source, YouTube. When I try and locate those. It's Mm -hmm. really hard to find because because a lot of accounts will add those to the search terms when they don't necessarily have those in the actual audio. Oh, I see. So it's almost like if you were to go and and look something up right now, it might say us chronic tones or it might say binaural beats. But when you listen to it, it's not there. And if you don't know any better, then you don't know. Mm -hmm. So that's something that's kind of annoying to me. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that is actually something that can really help with that kind of a thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So that's what I do. Long meditations through Insight Timer, laying down, and I am very Goldilocks with the particulars on on what's good enough for my meditations, I guess. What are some of the kinds of things
0: that you have discovered during meditation that, that you might be able to share?
1: I have met spirit guides. I have met um, ancestors. I have discovered past lives. Mm-hmm. Through meditation, it's helped me problem solve when I do go in with uh, intention or particular questions. Uh, and then it just helps me kind of retune, I guess. There's a chakra mm-hmm. meditation I like to do on Insight Timer when I feel out of balance. It's one of those I'll do when I haven't meditated in a week or more. And I'll just go tune up and it helps me feel back in balance again. But I've seen all sorts of things through Mm -hmm. meditation. Um, but those are just a few. How about you? You know, a lot of
0: times with meditation, if I'm not being deliberate, like deliberate visualization is something, like I said, I've been doing a lot lately, If I'm not doing that. And I kind of just let it go. A lot of times I'll get visuals Mm -hmm. of things. And one of the recent ones I was getting was like a visual of almost like, um, I don't want to say a gargoyle, but like an, an mm-hmm. image kind of of that uh, very like uh, Nordic kind of looking mm-hmm. things. And I think they were Nordic God symbols coming mm-hmm. into me. Just, I don't know if they mm-hmm. were visiting my meditation or I kind of looked at it as like a nod to the work I've been doing lately to learn more mm-hmm. about that part of my ancestry mm-hmm. and my culture in my background. So I think it was kind of comforting to know. But uh, recently I have met my guides a lot in the past. At one point uh, about maybe just over a year ago I think it was I did one because I wanted to know like what is my purpose. Mm-hmm. And I went and met a spirit guide who I'd never met before. And, uh, he told me and like, I'm like, well, of course. And like, I know now, and I know that's, that's what I'm aiming for. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, the end goal and I'm excited about it. But more recently I did a meditation to meet, um, I've met not only my animal spirit guide, which is a horse, which Mm isn't surprising. Um, I kind of knew that already, but, um, that particular horse, she took me to meet some other um, an angel that is looking over me as well as two guides. And one of those guides is from the Norse, mm-hmm. uh- I don't want to say i don't i haven't figured out whether she is a deity mm-hmm. or if she is one, possibly one of my ancestors mm-hmm. um but uh, it was pretty interesting and i learned their names and everything and now i know when i'm doing my rituals mm-hmm. especially i do call upon these guides and and mm-hmm. thank them and ask them mm-hmm. for their presence so it was quite magical
1: mm-hmm. yeah i met my own animal guide through a drumming meditation that sandra ingerman led and, and we've talked about her on the past episode yeah. before. Uh mine is the king cobra. Was not expecting that. Yeah. Right. I am a Florida kid and snakes abound, <laughs> right? I think my mom killed like 32 snakes. Yeah. Last year the count is the count is continuing, you know, she saw like four last week. So yeah it's springtime they're starting to come right? out of hibernation even in texas like, too like not you know, a but, fan but uh, i'm like all oh, right but when you read about the cobra it's like okay well that fits that's a that very powerful spirit animal yeah. absolutely and The little monster bit me too in that little meditation <laughs> was to cure your headache yeah so the um he bit me and I've, I've talked to a shaman since and she was like that's how the medicine gets in right you know and i'm like well still not a fan, but I have a snake (laughs) ring, you know, so I did buy a a cobra ring and I do that to kind of honor my, my animal guide, but still love him, but not a fan.
0: Yeah. Love them from a distance.
1: Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't come near me. And luckily there's no cobras in this country, so I'm good. Right. (laughs) But let's not have your little brethren come near me either. I'm just saying.
0: All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed bringing you this information. And we look forward to seeing you next time. All right. Bye. This has been Spiritual Basics Podcast with April and Jen. Find full episodes on your favorite listening platform or visit spiritualbasicspodcast.com.